Hi, it's Wes Johnson. And John St. John. And we're here for GGR Pirate Radio. Yeah, because they've got balls of steel. Yes, and we may take those from you when we're done. But our shenanigans are cheeky and fun. Wise man say, forgiveness is divine, but never pay full price for late pizza. Which makes them not shenanigans at all. Evil shenanigans. I swear to God, I'll pistol whip the next guy that says shenanigans. Hey, Farva. What's the name of that restaurant you like with all the goofy shit on the walls and the mozzarella sticks? You mean shenanigans? No! They're not shenanigans, right? Put those away! This is called Pirate Radio. We a refuge for great geeks, cause round here we don't get geek. We don't care for the hate speech, that's why we ain't mainstream. So we linked up on the same team, no heights we can't reach. We are fan, we're hearts true. If you feel the same, sing along too. Say great geek, great geek, refuge, refuge, great geek, great geek, refuge, refuge. Don't be a juice bag, cause round here we don't do that. Don't be a juice bag, cause round here we don't do that. All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of App Diner on GGR Pirate Radio. It's myself, Mike Lunsford. We've got MC Brooks. We've got James Rambo. And we are talking potato side dish things. French fries, curly fries, garlic, all that stuff. Uh, Tater tots, too, sort of, kind of. We're going to eliminate those in in a way. You'll see as you hear the rest of this podcast that's coming up. Because Rambo has some strong feelings about those tater tots. But let's jump in. The first three we got is we got waffle fries, we got Belgian fries, we got tater tots. Um, well, obviously, we know which ones you assholes are going to eliminate, and that would be tater tots. Um, actually, I didn't even choose tater tots either. I chose Belgian fries because, like, if you've ever had, like, actual Belgian fries, like, made the, the proper way, it it's fucking amazing. Like, that's the original French fry. Um, that's, that's always been my go-to and favorite when I was a kid. Um, my dad would do his French fries and mayonnaise and everybody was like, Oh, that's so gross. He's like, this is how they were originally done was with mayonnaise. And I, and I was like, well, my dad's smart. So I'm gonna listen to him. So that was an easy choice for me. Uh, Rambo waffle fries or tater tots or Belgian fries. Um, am I obligated to eat the Belgian fries with mayo? No, you can do it. I mean, there's, there's no rules, man. Do whatever the fuck you want. All right. So, uh, yeah, tater tots are not fries. So be gone. Um, <laughs> They're they're just they're fucking not. Uh, tater tots delicious. Don't get me wrong. I love them. There's a, a there's a place called Space Bar uh, over in Falls Church that does uh, tachos. Yes. Um, and that are and, and like they're they're per, they're, they're perfectly so fried and like crispy and goddamn amazing. Um, but they do not meet the proper classification. Um, <laughs> waffle fries are scientifically designed to disappoint you. Um, <laughs> They so so uh, th- this realization hit me like a year or two ago. Yeah. Um, waffle fries by design uh, are set up like the way you would want to build a fire. Um, because so it, it promotes aeration throughout. <laughs> um, so they cool off way faster. Yeah. Uh, and like cold true. French fries are just fucking sad. They're just a bummer. Um. So yeah, uh, Belgian fries are also double fried, which again, fat get here. So yeah, fucking delicious. Let's go with that. MC. <sighs> this is a hard question. Yeah. <laughs> even though tater tots are not fr- not fries, I do yeah. love me some tater tots. I do too, man. Like Fair. it's yeah. 
Tater tots are amazing. No but, one's going to judge you if you choose tater tots, okay? But, well, maybe Rambo will because he's a dick. But I am a dick. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm going to – we're going to be a united front here, and yeah. I'm going with the Belgian fries. Hell, yeah. We can all get behind that. Yeah. Now, I do love waffle fries, but, yeah. you know, they, they like Rambo said, they get cold too quick. So. You know what's su- surprising? You know where the best waffle fries are that I've ever had? At King's Dominion. We were hmm. we went we went to King's Dominion. Um, my employer had like a, a family fun work day thing where everybody got to go there on a Saturday. It was awesome, right? And we went to the place that's like right outside of where a volcano used to be. Um, it's um, Outer Hanks is what they called it. It's like a, a fish place, right? So we got like fish nuggets and we got waffle fries, and their waffle fries were amazing, like way better than like you know the famous Chick Fil A waffle fries, which I'm with you guys. Like they they get cold way too fast, and like it's they're okay, I guess, but yeah, the Belgian fries are the way to go. Um, next category here, we've got your standard cut French fries. I mean, that's you, you, everybody's had them. It, it's I would say that that's like your McDonald's French fry. Looking at those potatoes, evenly cut, medium thin, fried ones. Yeah, that's your McDonald's fries. You've got garlic fries. Anybody who's been to a sporting event in Baltimore, whether it's a Ravens game, whether it was an Orioles game, whether you're just walking around the Inner Harbor, garlic fries are a Baltimore thing. And if you're from this area and you've been up there, then you've had these before. And then the other option would be curly fries. This was easy for me, man. Curly fries. Because, one, you can get them at Arby's and they're fucking delicious. Two, I feel like everybody as a kid got that, like, bag of curly fries in the freezer and then you would, like, put them on the cookie sheet and make them and you would have them for dinner and you felt fancy as fuck. Curly fries were my choice on this one. Because, honestly, garlic fries, like, they're good, but, like, eh, you know, whatever. I'd rather have the curly fries. Mr. Brooks, what say you? I'm going to follow you. I'm going to follow you here. Curly fries, I mean, it's relatively easy, easy decision. Um, I like my fries with a little bit of volume, so standard cut wouldn't wouldn't do it. I mean, they're not bad fries, don't get me wrong. But uh, I would, I, I like some volume, so curly fries. And... I can always make my curly fries garlic by just giving it some garlic powder or whatever. So right, yeah, yeah. Well, I'll, I'll just go with the curly fries here. Yeah, Rambo, what's your potato of choice in this uh, in this particular? Um, yeah, no. What what uh what MC said. You can always add the garlic topping to any of these. Um, I I appreciate a standard cut fry. I won't turn them down. I'm not gonna kick them out of bed. Uh, but, uh, yeah, curly fries get that extra, like, um, that sort of extra surface area for me, like a fry has got to be, you got to have like the crisp, the crispness of it, but also like the soft potato inside, um, which is also, what's going to determine the, my next choice, um, after this one. So yeah, curly fries are fucking dope. And they're, and like by, by their nature, they are like extra seasoned. So yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Your next three, like, as I mentioned when we first started, there, there there were three that I automatically eliminated from contention. They're still going to be on the list, but fuck these guys because they're basically just french fries with extra shit on them. That's the garlic fry, the cheese fry, and the chili cheese fries. So in this category, we've got shoestring or matchstick fries. We've got crinkle cut, and we've got cheese fries. Uh, no, go away, cheese fries. We, you're not invited. Like, sorry. Bars closed. Um, I chose crinkle cut because – that's another one of those like nostalgic things. I feel like that's another, it was the curly fries and the crinkle cuts. That's what you got in those big bag of French fries and, you know, in your freezer section at the grocery store that you had as a kid. But also one of my favorite places, one of my favorite 
fast food establishments is a place called Zaxby's and Zaxby's does crinkle cut fries and they are amazing. And like, there's just something about the way they're shaped. And like, it just, it's like the perfect vessel for your, your fried potatoes. Um, plus when it comes to shoestring matchstick, um, there's a, um, there's a burger joint called Freddy's Rambo. I know you've been there. Um, they have, uh, it's like it's burgers, it's fries, it's chicken. It's like, you know, frozen custard they do matchstick fries fuck matchstick fries they make me so goddamn angry because you can't do anything with them other than grab a giant handful and shove them in your face like you can't like take like one like you could with a regular french fry or a crinkle cut dip it in ketchup and then serve it because if you do that with a shoestring you get this tiny 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 little bit of ketchup and it's like it's just this little tiny taste it just it doesn't do it for me it fucking irritates me so it's crinkle cut by a long shot MC, what say you on the on this particular collection of potatoes? So it's the shoestring, the crinkle, and the well, the cheese fry, which is I guess automatically eliminated. Cheese fry is a goddamn fraud. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, again, we're in the same space here. I'm also going with the crinkle cut. Uh, one because I, I've I've been to Zaxby's and those are fucking delicious fries. Two, because they're also the same fries you get if you've been to a carryout like ever in life, and they're delicious. Yeah. And three, they are delicious if I were to pour cheese on them. So you can still like I probably would have gone with cheese fries if they weren't auto eliminated, but I can just add cheese to these and be just as happy. There so, you go. See, guy. yeah, exactly. Can I get cheese on those? Yes, you can. There you go. Doesn't even need its own category. Um, Rambo, of these three, which are you choosing? Um, so, uh, as mentioned before, with regard to, uh, surface area and such, um, and like the, 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 the baseline requirements for good fries, you got to have the crispy outside. You got to have the soft pillowy inside shoestring fries are mostly just the former with very little of the latter. Yep. Um, I, I will take Freddy's fries all day, every day, as long as they're covered in chili and cheese. Um, <laughs> True. But yeah, like they are they're lesser fries, both literally and figuratively. Um, cheese fries are just fries with cheese on them, so I will take my delicious crinkle cut fries. Uh, and as Mr. Brooks made an excellent point, uh, they are the standard carryout fries. Um, and salt, pepper, and ketchup, just mm-hmm. with fucking crinkle cut. God damn it. Um, yeah. yeah. It, it's it's it, <laughs> much like uh, the peanut butter and jelly. It is a, a staple from my childhood. Yeah. So yeah. It wouldn't really, fries. it wouldn't really fit, but I feel like somebody made you a lunch of peanut butter and jelly and crinkle cut French fries. Uh, I, I would be all over you. that shit. <laughs> right? Yeah. Exactly. Same. Oh, we. I was saying before, uh, crinkle cut. By definition, crinkle cut fries have greater surface area, which means they can get crispier than standard fries. So they are also superior in that regard. Yeah. All right. So now we are on to the next three. We've got steak fries. We've got British chips. Now, I wondered at first, I was like, what's the difference between like a British chip and like a Belgian fry? And apparently reading this, it says uh, they're shorter potatoes uh, cut chunkier than standard fries traditionally served with malt vinegar. Um, and then you've also got your sweet potato fries, right? I mean, you, you, you can't go wrong with any three of these. This was the hardest one to choose for me because I like all three of these. Um, I went with the standard British chips, though. Because to to quote Squirrely Dan from Letterkenny, you can't go wrong with chips with uh, salt and malts. 
Like that's always a great combination for me. That's when I think of that, I think of like boardwalk fries, like you do malt vinegar, you do salt and then you're good to go. And that's like always a good combination. So that was my choice was the, uh, the British chip, if you will. Uh, MC of these three, what, what would be your, your favorite? See, I, I would be inclined to go with the, the chip in this case, but, yeah. but I, love steak fries and i used to eat them all the time as a kid so like that slightly gives them the edge yeah and i can i can totally dig that too because let me tell you like in high school like the go-to spot there were like two go-to spots in in woodbridge growing up one of them was the silver diner uh the other one was red robin and red robin has the bottomless steak fries so for a broke high schooler being able to go and get a basket of uh, of chicken tenders and French fries or clucks and fries, as they like to call them, um, you could get the steak fries and you could just keep refilling your 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 fries over and over and over again. Plus, you do that in their ranch dressing that they had. And it's like the best combination ever. Um, what about you, Mr. Rambo? What would you say your, your go to on these uh, of these three potato varieties? What would you choose? So with, with both steak fries and sweet potatoes, I'm going to eliminate those for a similar reason, which is I've never had either of them be actually particularly crispy. Something about sweet potatoes, just it doesn't they don't want to uh, crisp up in the way that you yeah. really want them to. Um, and steak fries always end up being not necessarily soggy and not and not necessarily like they get cold quick or anything. I mean, by nature of it being a steak fry, it's thicker, so it's going to hold more heat. Um, but they, they have a tendency to not be like, even, even in the description, it says, uh, usually double, double fried to maintain Christmas. I've never experienced that shit. Um, it's, it's just like, no, we, we cut these really thick and then we fry them and then here you go. Um, so yeah, the, the, the chips seem to be the way to go. There we go. All right. So two for chips, one for steak fries. And like, let's even though sweet potato fries did not get a vote on this one, um, we got to at least give them some love. Uh, sweet potato fries are always a nice alternative. My kid loves sweet potatoes. Um, we've actually found ways because we have an air fryer. We found ways to make sweet potato fries ourselves and make them crispy. So I there you go. Oh, I just, I just got in the air fryer. Please share that recipe with me. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, no problem. I mean, like, literally, I don't do anything. I, I think I chopped them so they look like fries. I sprayed a little bit of olive oil on them, put them in the thing, and then, like, you do 10 minutes, toss them another 10 minutes, but you make sure you turn the heat up the second time as high as it'll go. The first time you do it at, like, like medium something-ish just to cook them through, and then you do that last one at full blast with one more spritz of, uh, of olive oil so that they get crispy on the outside. All right. Noted. There you go. Last one. Uh, there's the bastard of the group, the chili cheese fries, which we're not voting on because, again, it's just fries with more shit on top. Um, potato wedges like potato wedges versus cottage fries essentially is what this choice is. Right. And like I don't even feel like cottage fries are fries like they're, they're potato rounds. They look like chips. It's like they were going to make potato chips, but like they misread how thin they were supposed to slice them. And they're like, well, what the fuck are we supposed to do with them now? And they were like, well, let's just fry them and call them something like fries. But they're not fries. Uh, they're cottage fries. Sure. Just go with it. Like it's it, it just looks it looks lazy. It's like you wanted to make French fries and you were just like, but I don't really feel like slicing all of those potatoes. Let's just cut them up and make them look like ruffled potato chips like potato wedges i feel like wins this one hands down especially because kfc has ridiculously good potato wedges royal farms um uh, one so amazing good. chicken but also really really good potato wedges um i feel like this is a, a potato wedge win hands down 
Yeah. Uh, what... Yeah, you you completely read my mind and you made you made the arguments I was going to make with with KFC yeah. and uh, Royal Farms. I mean, like the potato wedge is I feel like it's really underrated. Like it doesn't really get the love that I, you would expect. But um yeah, it's got my vote. I, I love I love wedges. Rambo, what say you? Yeah, same deal. Potato wedges are steak fries, but seasoned and crisp up better. Yeah. So this was easy. Like, fuck off cottage fries. Nobody likes you. Go home. You're an imposter. I, mean, I like them, just not oh. as much as... <laughs> I mean, I would... <laughs> let, let's let's not lie here, okay? Potatoes are, like, one of my best friends, okay? I would eat cottage fries, like, no hands down. Like, th- there's no question about it. But, like, yeah, if I have other choices in all this, yeah, I'm, I'm choosing the other stuff. Now... The other thing that we added to this is we added the breakfast option because there are a lot of good options when it comes to breakfast potatoes. You've got your potatoes O'Brien, which would be chopped up potatoes. You got peppers, you got onions all mixed together. It's fucking delicious. You've got your hash browns, which, you know, Waffle House is kind of cornered the market on that. And then you've got uh, home fries, which, again, chopped up potatoes made kind of crispy on the outside. Of those three breakfast varieties, um, I would go hash browns, man. I cannot get enough. Ha- I, I fucking love hash browns. Um, I told a story about how I got introduced to them. I was, I was little, like my grandmother, um, was a, was a fiend for a bargain, man. Like, so we would go to Denny's all the time. Cause you could get the grand slam for what, like five bucks and you got a giant plate of food and she got eggs over easy with the hash browns. And at this point I was like maybe five or six. And I think I had only had scrambled eggs up to this point. And I was like, what did you do with your eggs? They look weird. And she was like, oh, it's this. I did it so that you can break the yolk and then mix it all together. And I tried it and it was the most delicious thing that I've ever had in my life. And I do that all the time now. So hash browns are always my go-to when it comes to uh, breakfast potatoes. Uh, Rambo, what say you when it comes to the breakfast variety, my friend? So it's between hash browns and... So hash browns, um, you've got um, home fries, and then you've also got what I call it's potatoes O'Brien, which is essentially um, home fries, but you've got green peppers, red peppers, and onions all in it together. I'm leaning more toward that, but specifically, yeah. um, there's something that that uh, uh, so the home fries I prefer tend not to be crispy. There's something about the way that um, like soul food restaurants and like small diners and things like that will make home fries and that they get this almost like sort of like cakey potato outside. I know what you're talking um, about. Yeah. Uh, uh, almost like a mashed potato. Um, and yeah, man, like those, those, like I can, I can, I can fucking taste that shit when I'm talking about this. <laughs> um, they end up being like super soft and perfectly cooked throughout. Um, yeah, so I'd lean toward that, but uh, uh, those places also tend to, tend to also do like the Potatoes O'Brien thing where they put like uh, onions and peppers and things in there too. So yeah, that's 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 what I'm leaning toward. Okay, yeah, I, I think that's a good choice. And that is kind of, yeah, it's kind of funny how like every single diner does home fries kind of like that. Yeah, like that's, I, I know exactly, as soon as you described it, I was like, yeah, I've, I've had potatoes like that and I love those. Um, what about you, Mr. Brooks? I'm kind of leaning hash browns. I mean, I do love a good potatoes, O'Brien. Uh, but but with hash browns, like, there are at least, what, like two to three different ways that you can have them and still be considered hash browns. 
Like you can have them like the IHOP way versus kind of like the uh, the solid thing that you would get at like a McDonald's. Yeah, that's true. true. Yeah. yeah, yeah, the waffle. Yeah, the Waffle House yeah. one is always my like. And that's one of the things I love about Waffle House is literally you can do them just like just potatoes or you can do them with potatoes and onions or you can do them like with potatoes and onions and cubed ham and and, um, jalapeno peppers and cover it in chili and cover it in cheese. Like you literally can make a meal out of this thing. And and that's the other thing at Waffle House. You can do it for like three bucks. And like it's a pretty sustaining meal. Yeah. So, yeah. So I feel like. I'm gonna go with hash brown. I'm gonna go with hash browns on this. There's no wrong answer here. Like this, this the answer to this question is literally yes. <laughs> yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, which one are you choosing? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. There, yeah. Hundred percent. Can you put all three on my plate? Thank you. Um. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm totally with you guys on this one too. Like, and I again, potatoes are like we do so many different things with potatoes in this house. Um. And that was one of the things that Steve and I talked about, and I wanted to give you guys a chance to as well. But then I'm going to add another wrinkle to it as well. One of my favorite things to do with potatoes, even if it's not Hanukkah time, right? I love potato latkes because part of me feels like, you know, I'm not Jewish if I can't make them. So, like, I have to prove myself every year. It's like a, it's like a trial, you know? Like, can you do this? Because if you can't, then you're going to have to renounce your Judaism right now. Um but what I've done is I've also gotten creative with them and I've tried other things and I've tried various recipes. And last year I came up with being able to do a potato latke in a waffle iron and it was so friggin' delicious. And first off, not only is it delicious, it's also easy as shit and it's so much like less messy because like you have to normally co- like cook them in oil and like frying things like the oil splatters, you get shit everywhere. It's just it's a mess. But in the waffle iron, it's self-contained. It's just so much easier I actually prefer doing that with potatoes now. That's like my preferred method to eat them if we have a whole bunch of them is, is shred them up and do them like that. Steve's choice was, was mashed potatoes. But if you guys are doing something with potatoes, like what is what would you prefer? Would you prefer the French fry, mashed potatoes, something different? Like like even like as far as toppings go too, because that was one of the things I eliminated from the last category is like the things that you can add to potatoes really like changes everything too. Like what, like what do you guys do? We'll start with MC and then uh, Rambo, you can answer on this one. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I literally, I don't know if there's a form of potato that I don't like or don't prefer and, or wouldn't have at any point at any time of day on any day of the week at any point to this point in my life. Uh, I like I my preference is is literally whatever my mood is at that point because you know I might go upstairs right now and and order tater tots or I might order food and get and get fries or I might you know make uh, mashed potatoes or yeah. I might add them to to something that I that I that I'm making like a breakfast burrito with with potatoes inside of it like I I don't know like whatever I'm in the mood for like I. I, I can't even give it a, a solid answer because there's not there's not one form that I prefer over the others. It's just where's my head at? Does that sound good? Yes. They're always welcome to the party, basically, is what you're saying. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's yeah, because like I did um, if you guys saw the article, you know, because I love plugging our, our shit, specifically the things that I wrote. Um, I wrote an article about um, on our new food blog that we're doing um, where I tried to replicate a recipe that I got when we were in Epcot uh, at Food and Wine Festival. It's a, uh, a Hawaiian um, teriyaki glazed spam hash 
with potatoes. And like you wouldn't think teriyaki sauce would work well with potatoes. Oh, you would be wrong because they are fucking delicious. You really can't fuck up a potato basically is what it comes down to. And we made mashed potatoes. My kid was like, I really want mashed potatoes. So we made that last night and we had uh, leftovers for breakfast. Like it's you can't go wrong with a potato. Um, Rambo, what, what say you on this? Is there one that like you prefer over the rest or are you kind of in the same boat where it's like, you know, uh, cut, cut them up and do something with them? I don't give a shit. Yeah, no, I'm definitely in the latter latter group. Yeah. Uh, my uh, my maternal grandmother's maiden name is Moran. So I am a, a potato head in the blood. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, like my my own heritage will not allow me to not like potatoes. Um, but one that that hasn't been discussed uh, that I've done uh, um, pretty consistently on my end is the crash hot potato. Um, which, if you're not familiar, you take uh, uh, like small and medium sized potatoes, you boil them till they're fork tender, uh, boil them whole till they're fork t- fork tender. Um, you then uh, drizzle them in uh, oil, salt, and pepper, and uh, and put them on a baking sheet. And you uh, get a potato masher and do like one single press on each of them so they kind of break down. Actually, no, I take it back. You do the press and then you put you add the oil. Um, uh-huh. And when you bake them, it's a, it's the twice baked potato, uh, twice cooked potato, and you get this perfect combination of like it's like a giant French fry. Um, yeah, it's like super crispy on the outside and like really nice and soft and pillow on the inside. Yeah, highly recommend it. Yeah, I mean, you just you, you can't go wrong with 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 anything, basically anything potato related, it sounds like um, we have the chicken conversation. But like, I feel like it's kind of unfair to do that with MC because like, you know, what's he going to say? Yeah, I don't go to this. You guys place. can have at it. I'm more than I'm more than good to listen. OK, <laughs> I just I, I feel bad like excluding you. It's basically like it, it would I'm trying to think of it. Yeah, it would be like me and Rambo being like, hey, let's talk about Star Wars. And MC's like, I've seen three of them. And like, yeah, it's so just basically not... every other week on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I try to limit it. I try not to do, get too in depth into the, that shit. Um, I'm going to watch them at, at some point. I, I know, man. Yeah, eventually. Yeah, it, it's it's a it's not, it's not the easiest thing in the world. Um. When, when we're talking chicken, like there's so many good fried chicken joints and like we'll, we'll just we'll make it quick here. Like I have I have a couple of favorites that I absolutely love and I listed them on the uh, on the group page. But like I've mentioned it before, Zaxby's, man, it's just chicken tenders that you can't get like whole fried whole fried chicken there. But their chicken tenders are so good. I'm not sure exactly what it is that they do, but they're 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 fabulous. I absolutely love them right down the street from here. We've got Royal Farms, which if you grew up in the D.C., Maryland, Virginia metro area, you know about Royal Farms. You've heard the stories. You've heard the legends. It, they're all true. Uh, it's a gas station that has amazing fried chicken is all I can say. doesn't seem like it, the place for amazing food, but it really truly is. And absolutely love them. Plus another one that you wouldn't really think of. Um, chicken Guy. Chicken Guy is a, um, a fast food chicken joint um, created by Guy Fieri of diners, drive-ins and dives fame. They are so friggin' good. And he's got like a million different sauces, sauce combinations that you can have. Um, those just right there off, off the cusp. Those are like my favorite chicken tender places, uh, places to get chicken tenders, like fried chicken. I mean, honestly, I don't give a shit wherever like fried chicken is fried chicken is delicious everywhere. Rambo, give me some, give me some of the ones that you got. You brought up one that I'm not going to mention because I want, I want to give you credit for it. But like, it's where I chose to go for my birthday. 
So like I can't even believe I forgot about that place because that place has some ridiculous chicken as well. But go ahead and, and name some of your favorite your chicken joints as well. Uh, so I mean, so the the so I'll I'll do two. So for fast food, it's it's got to be Popeyes for me. Um, I very much want to go to all of the places you just mentioned, but I've never actually been to any of them. What? Um, yeah, dude, there's there's no Royal Farms up here. Like I know about Zaxby's because of UNMC, but I've never been to one. Um, dude, the first time I went to a fucking Waffle House was like the second time I came down to Fredericksburg to see you. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I I, I mean I, I live in Nova, but I live in Nova. Like we're just just out of the reach of most of those places. Um, but I yeah, really, so I really food, think man. the, and sorry to interrupt you here, but I think okay. like the more I'm hearing this, like the first get together we have once we're all comfortable with, with quarantine being over, like, it's going to be me. It's going to be you. It's going to be MC. And we're just going to have to eat a bunch of horrible fucking food for us. That's delicious. Like that's, we're just going to have to do it. Like that's like there's there's an ice cream joint down here that like I want you guys to try because it's like all locally sourced like homemade ice cream. Um, we've got Royal Farms right down the street. There's a Z- I mean Zaxby's we'd have to go to like all the way down to Richmond for, but like there's one in uh, Chantilly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we gotta gotta go out that way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess we could do that. I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> But like it's one of those things that like I really feel like it'll be like we're going to do our panel at AwesomeCon on Sunday and then it'll be like, well, guys, we have a road trip where we have to get a shitload of food. So we'll see you later. If you want to join us, you know, we have a caravan. Go ahead. Follow. Get your vehicle and follow us. Like. Um, yeah, man. Uh, fucking Popeye. First of all, I'm down for all of that. Yes. Um, but yeah, Popeye's, man. I I, I thought they just uh, opened a new one like right down the street from me. And it was goddamn delight. Um, but if you want to go a little more upper crusty, spend a little more money on things. Yeah. Um, fucking Sweetwater does amazing chicken tenders. I'm still not quite sure what spice they lean on heavy. There's one in particular. Like, and I, I could see this being a turnoff for some folks because what they put in their batter, like there's a particular spice they lean on, like a particular herb they lean on really heavy. Uh, I think it's basil, but I'm not positive. Um, but it, it it is on the edge of overpowering in terms of the flavor. Um, but they are perfectly cooked. Like j- like the batter is just on, like just uh, completely cooked through. Where the chicken is always perfectly done. Um, and uh, yeah, man, like wh- whatever they're doing over there, just it, it's God's work. Just like yeah. keep doing, keep on, keep on going. Um, but yeah, I'm really curious what that, uh, what that particular, uh, uh, herb is, but, uh, yeah, yeah. Popeye's and fucking sweet water. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned it, uh, in the, in the group chat, I'm going to bring it up now. Um, it's like I said, it's where I chose to go for my, uh, for my birthday. Bonchon. Holy Ah, shit. Bonchon. Like, first off it's a korean joint so not only can you get fried chicken there you can get all of the korean staples that if you if you're a fan of korean food but their fried chicken is on like a whole nother level dude like they put something on the outside that makes it super extra crunchy and crispy and like they they have this soy garlic sauce that they put on it or if you're bold like me you go with the hot sauce that'll melt your face off but man i love that hot sauce i love their chicken um i wanted to ask you mc have you ever gone to banchan at all and tried any of their stuff uh, I'm I'm not sure. I, the name sounds familiar, and I feel like I I may have a few years ago, but yeah. I I don't remember offhand if I have. 
have you have you had Korean food before? Yes. Okay, because I was going to say there's a lot of vegetarian options um, that they have at Bonchon. So maybe we just kind of combine all of these things and just go to Bonchon. Like there's <laughs> Bonchons all over the place. So or Meza. I think we should just go to Meza because that's like up near you and it's amazing um, Mediterranean food. So absolutely, it's a win-win for all. Yeah. Um, in, in general, though, like. Steve makes fun of me for this because I because uh, like uh, apparently fried chicken is a much bigger deal down here than it is up there. Like, is this? I'm just wondering if we're insulated being in this area that we're just so used to having good fried chicken and that the rest of the country is not. Like, is I'm wondering if that's a thing now. Like, is it? Are we just lucky because we're quote unquote in the south? I mean, that is a huge staple of southern cooking is yeah. uh, deep frying. Yeah, this is very true. And, like, I make fun of Steve. He makes fun of me for the fried chicken. I make fun of him because in Pittsburgh, they just put a bunch of shit on their sandwiches. Like, all of it. Like, French fries, coleslaw. Sure, what the hell? Why not? Put it all on a sandwich. It'll be great. Giant garbage sandwich. Yeah, a garbage sandwich. Um, that was, I mean, that gets me to thinking, too, because I was talking to people about, like, somebody said to me, they're like, oh, New York is famous for pizza. Um San Francisco is famous for sourdough bread. Um, Boston, uh, Boston is um, baked beans. Uh, Maine is uh, is lobster. What's D.C. famous for? And I was like, um, well, everything. And they were like, well, what do you mean everything? I was like, it's it's like New York in the sense that it's um, a cultural melting pot. I was like, but seafood is amazing here because you're right next to the Chesapeake Bay. Um, you've got half smokes. Like that's a that's a real D.C. thing. Yeah. Um, what are some other things that like that are like this area? Mumbo sauce. Mumbo sauce is mumbo yeah. Mumbo sauce and hash smokes are yeah. specifically DC creations. Yeah. Even though people from Chicago might tell you different. Yeah, what's Chicago up with that? Chicago can suck a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Chicago can suck a dick. <laughs> Chicago wants to claim anything. They can claim their fucking uh, uh, bread bowl pizza, and <laughs> which hey, I'm not knocking it it's oh, no, delicious it's, it is delicious yeah delicious. their pizza yeah. their pizza casserole yeah no thanks yeah but uh but no half smokes are from dc like yeah 100 and like if i had a choice if somebody's like do you want a, ha- a hot dog or a half smoke half smoke every goddamn time like it, it they're they're delicious so, like i I, ha- I let my kid have one when we went to nat's park we got um ben's chili bowl has the half smokes and you can get it with that and chili and cheese and, and mustard and it's like that that is I think that's the DC dish right there. Like if, if you're going to do anything, you need to do that. Um, is there anything else that we're missing though? That's like uniquely to this area. I think we pretty much nailed it. Right. Yeah. I think we nailed yeah, it. I think, I, yeah, I think in terms of like uniquely, uniquely DC creations, uh, those two foods in particular. Um, but, uh, but you were right earlier, you know, like if you say New York, aside from, so you, Pizza is going to be the go-to. Yeah. But if you say, like, all right, well, what, what's another uniquely uniquely New York food? It's hard to, hard to, to nail down. Um, I would say it, hot dogs, but because that's, I think, of Nathan's hot dogs. Like, they're in Coney Island. And I think sure. of, like, there's so many famous hot dog places that come from New York City that, like, because, like, Grace, Grace Papaya. Like, that's another one. Like, it's, they literally, and, like, just the hot dog carts are a thing there. So, like, I feel like hot dogs are kind of not uniquely New York, but, like, that is a very New York thing. And uh, in doing research for like a writing project that I'm doing right now, did you guys even know this? Detroit has their own style of pizza. Yep. E- yep. I think I knew that. 
Yeah. Wait, is is it the with the weird cheese? It's not cheese. No, that's St. Louis. St. Louis. Yes. Yeah. Yes, St. Yes. Louis is that weird like Velveeta shit that they put on there. Yeah, and it's like on a cracker crust. Um, yeah. but yeah, like Detroit pizza is basically similar to Chicago pizza, but it's in a it's like in a rectangle, um, pan. And apparently the, that came from like parts, like auto parts. They used to put the auto parts in those pans. And they just started cooking pizzas in them. And I was like, that seems sanitary. Okay. Um, but yeah, like it's a, it's a whole thing. And um, it was just like a kind of a weird off thing that like kind of shocked me. I was like, I didn't even know this was a thing. I didn't know there was a, there were more styles of pizza. I just figured it was New York style and Chicago. Those seems to be like the big two that always like, go against each other. Uh, there's like, a, there's like, a, like, a, like either nine. Cause yeah. Like very, very, cause like a ton of cities will late, will, um, Say they had their own claim to fame. Hell, even even just Chicago, because yeah. if you like, I, I know a lot of people from the. I have a lot of people from Chicago on my Facebook, and they have the uh, Chicago New York pizza debate. I feel like weekly at this point, but many of them will claim that they um they actually um they actually prefer Sicilian thin crust to deep dish. Is that the deep dishes would would people think that Chicago eats all the time, but they mostly just do Sicilian uh, thin crust. Yeah. Huh. That, I, I figured that was just like you can't live in Chicago if you don't want, you know, that deep dish like biscuit pizza that they make. So it makes sense, though, like it, it, that it, it's not it's not what the actual natives will eat, but it's what everyone will associate them with. Yeah. yeah. It's the same thing with with Philly and cheesesteaks, because everybody like anybody who's not actually from there or who doesn't visit there on a regular basis is like they'll ask natives like, well, which one do you like more, Pat's or Gino's? And natives will be like, um, none of the above Campos yeah. or I like gyms on South Street like that. It, again, it's the touristy things, you know, like. And I feel like with D.C., like the touristy things, like people don't even do that for food. Like they come here to see all the monuments and shit and like they don't even really think of the touristy things because they're like, ooh, let's go to the Hard Rock Cafe. Yeah. <laughs> and and mo- a lot of the stuff inside the LaFont Plaza near like the museums is all like chains. Yeah, it's all generic shit. Yeah, exactly. Like um, uh, oh, Shake Shack. Fucking yeah. Bojangles. Bojangles. How the fuck did we not talk about Bojangles? Yeah. We were talking about chicken. Yeah. They're, there's, there's one like across the street from here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I and I wonder why I'm fat, um, because there's so many goddamn good fried chicken places around here and I have zero self-control when it comes to fried chicken. So, um, yeah, Bojangles does. They do a layer of hot sauce between the chicken and the like the, the breading and the fried part. It's like, oh, my God. So good. My God. Yeah. My God. It's amazing. So I think we've pretty much tapped this one out um, when it comes to our fried chicken and fries and other potato products and sandwich conversation um, for this week of podcasting from GGR pirate radio. But I want to give Mr. Rambo, I want to give Mr. MC books a chance to plug the things that they do because in this time of quarantine, we could all use a little support with our projects that we do. Rambo, you're a wonderfully talented artist. People, of course, man, if people wanted to, peruse the various artwork that you do and perhaps purchase some of it to adorn their walls in their home. How could they go about doing this? Um, you can find most of my stuff on Etsy. It is shop slash art of James Rambo. Um, otherwise I'm on Twitter, Instagram, uh, pretty much all over the, the social media such as at Rambosis, R A M B O Z U S. Um, 
Uh, yeah, I'm also I have a stupid amount of comics I'm looking to get rid of that are just. <laughs> so if you send me thirty dollars, I will fill a USPS uh, medium-sized box with comic books. It's about eighty comics. Um, and hey, if you make it forty, I'll throw in a random print. Um, so yeah, that's a that's a thing. There, it's yeah, you could kill a man with this box of comics. <laughs> But yeah, other than that, my time is mostly just spent watching movies and TV right now. I just finished Cheers. I just started Frasier. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm keep... For some reason, I thought it was it would be interesting to, to, to keep track of what I'm watching during quarantine. Uh, or, I guess, at this point, just during the pandemic. Um, and I'm up to about 76 movies with, uh, with Katie. Good uh, lord, dude. Wow. Yeah. And that, that it was it was it was two or three a day for a while, and now it's like one a day. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's uh, uh we yeah we went through all of the Hobbit movies. Katie knocked out all of the Harry Potter stuff on her own. Um, watched all of Mission Impossible's. Uh, so yeah, it's it, it's a it's a healthy list. So yeah, not doing too much beyond that aside from looking for work. I hear you, man. Um, I. I definitely, I mean, at a bare minimum, I've watched, what are there, 23 MCU movies? Is that right? I yeah. believe so, yeah. Yeah, at a yeah. bare minimum, I've watched at least 23 movies during quarantine. Um, but I've also picked up several more. Um, plus, I've watched a lot of TV shows. So I would say that, um, yeah, like in the 50s to 60 range, like, yeah, I've definitely plowed through some media in the last few weeks. Um, oh, shit, it's not even weeks anymore. God damn, it's months. Um that's that's the other thing. It's like time's relative now with all this stuff. But um, MC Brooks, yeah. not only are you a wonderful podcaster, the mitochondria of our podcasting team here, um, you also you 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 wrote and sang and did all of the wonderful um, things that are our intro song that we have. We have our own fucking theme song. How cool is that shit? But people can actually listen to more of your music and they can pay you for this music that you do. How would they go about doing that? Uh, Bandcamp, uh, mcbrooks.bandcamp.com. Uh, you can pretty much find any, pretty much everything I've ever released that I'm able to make money off of on Bandcamp. You can find uh, my three mixtapes, my instrumental album, my debut album, and my last two EPs, as well as like a couple isolated uh, singles here and there. Um, but everything, everything is is pretty much on there. Um, if you would, if you uh, are not interested in physically purchasing the music, much preferred if you do. But if you're not someone who's buying music, you prefer to stream. Well, you're in luck, because all my stuff is also available on Spotify, Apple Music, and pretty much every music streaming site that you can think of. So you can go either route if you're interested in just listening to more to listening to uh, more of what I do. Awesome, man. Well, guys, I always appreciate having you on. Um, thank you for being part of uh, the Great Geek Refuge in, at large, but also to the podcast. You know, I appreciate you guys giving your opinions on various things that we discuss. We'll be back next week, guys, with another episode of GGR Pirate Radio. So definitely make sure you tune in. Same bat time, same bat channel. But remember, guys, uh, be kind to each other. Try to stay safe. Make sure you're wearing your masks. Stay socially distant. But above all else, don't be a juice bag. Good night, guys. Thank you for listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Make sure you check out our website, GreatGeekRefuge.com, for all of our awesome articles and wonderful podcasts.
This has been Pirate Radio Network production, Juice Bags. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boy.